Hello, and I hope I'm finding you well. As I'm sure you can tell, well, maybe you can't because life is probably moving just as fast for you, but it's been a whole three weeks since my first episode. And I have been doing an insane amount of thinking in the past three weeks. Um, A lot has happened, a lot has changed, a lot has stayed the same. Um, And I am just thrilled and ecstatic to be here talking to you right now. Um, It is 6.38 a.m. on Friday, January 15th. And usually I would be driving to work right now. Um, I would be probably, well, I, I should already be at work right now on a normal day. Um, on a normal day, I'm probably running a little bit late, to be completely honest. Um, my commute is an hour and a half. And it's long and I have to leave at 5 a.m. if I want to get there on time so sometimes that doesn't work out and I afford myself that because I do a good job and they know I drive far anyway that's all beside the point um the point is that it is now 6 39 and I am in my car I've I've like kind of got this little studio set up that I'm pretty proud of um with with my with my iPad that I shouldn't have bought myself and a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse and my microphone that I that I got in high school because I wanted to sing that's what I recorded my last one on too and I'm I'm so excited <laughs> so glad that I that I made that purchase and that I'm putting it to good use now because it deserves it. It's a good microphone, or it's well, it's decent, you know. Anyway, whatever. Um, so I'm here with you, and it's that time. It's now six forty. A whole another minute later, and I am by the Androscoggin River in Western Maine, and it's starting to get light out. I got here when it was dark. And the they haven't plowed or anything, so there's like snow. And my my Ford escapes pretty good, but I drove around like a couple times just to pack the snow down a little bit, make sure I could like get out at the end. Um, still no promises, obviously, that I'll be able to get out. But I am here, and my goal in being here was to find some peace for this episode. I don't know if you can hear that, but that was my car. Like, shutting down more. (laughs) Being like, okay, no one's in this, or I'm like, good to go, good to, good to chill. So I wanted to find some peace in coming down to the river, and the main reason why I want peace for this episode is because it is quite possibly, to me anyway, the most important episode of this entire podcast. No matter where it goes from here, this is the most important one. And I know you're thinking, you've only had two episodes, how can this be the most important one? This one is the most important episode because it shows that I stuck with it. If I can successfully even start this one, that means that I have gone farther than I've gone on a lot of other projects, on a lot of other things, on a lot of other things that I cared just as much about, if not more. 
this means that I that I stuck with it, that I came back to it. And that's really what these things are all about. That's what habits are all about. It's not about keeping them every single day and feeling awful if you don't. It's about coming back to it when you can and when it feels right and letting it be natural and letting letting it flow. You know, that's a part of the creative process that after going to school I didn't I didn't know how to access anymore because I mean, in thinking about it now, I think school just ruined art for me, but only because I couldn't allow myself to open up and I, I mean I was struggling with my own mental issues like I don't think it was the school that failed me necessarily but like regardless um I'm down here by the river this place brings me peace um because a good friend of mine Sierra showed me it and and it's a special place to her and that means a lot to me and I hope that she doesn't feel like I'm stealing it from her or like enjoying it without her or whatever like she's with me like Luke's with me my heart and this is a beautiful place it's perfectly out of the way I can be in my car and not freeze to death while I do this <laughs> podcast I get to watch the sunrise and at some point I'm gonna step outside and I'm gonna I'm going to take a Polaroid picture. So I'm going to be completely honest. My heart is racing so fast. Like I am so nervous. Um, And I'm nervous because I care. And that's a good thing. So I just want to remind people that if you're like me and you get nervous for things that you care about or that you're excited about, just remind yourself that that is a good thing. It's a normal, natural thing. And I know that that's like near impossible to do when you're like in sheer panic. And that's exactly where I was before I could access this natural, normal, like <laughs> relaxed state of my body and my brain. Um,. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm going to get to all that stuff, or a bunch more of that stuff in this episode, so um, that's a good segue, I guess, into talking about what we're going to talk about in the episode. So um, I originally had planned to do an episode more focusing on mental health and like a little bit more say I don't know regimented or like structured or like informative and I keep wanting this to be but only because I'm deflecting it like from it being personal and I don't think that's really like the way to go about it I think it's I think for me I think that this I need to think about it the other way. I need to think about it from my po- personal point of view. Share what I'm doing and then offer some information with it. Like my experience is going to serve sort of as the information because I'm not a doctor. I didn't study medicine. I didn't study psychology. I pff, I mean, I didn't really study anything, really. So, I mean, other than photography, and this isn't a podcast all about photography, so I'm not an expert on anything that I talk about. And quite frankly, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, going into this state is just, it's so primal. It's something that I used to do. Like, I remember doing it for plays and stuff of, like, you know you just kind of like step off the edge like I was so nervous going into this and then I just hit the record button you know and it's like a like diving into a pool it's like doing a backflip on a trampoline like that moment of like and then you just kind of throw yourself in head first and here I am head first in this podcast here with you 
the sun is starting to come up um no sunrise no beautiful sunrise i mean it's it's january what did i say 15th in maine i mean it's it's seasonably warm actually it's like in the 20s um the water is nice and dark and the sky is like like a little bit above middle gray like it's getting lighter and anyway it's just it's a beautiful scene i'm really happy to be here um and this episode is gonna be about 2021 because obviously we are all so thankful that 2020 is in the past and 2021 is going to be so much better right right yeah it is and it is because we are learning we're growing and we're coming at ourselves the each other and the world with kindness, compassion, curiosity, um, and I think that that is going to be a good recipe for success in the new year. So that is what I'm thinking we need to do for this episode. We're going to do, we're going to do reflections on 2020 and we're going to do resolutions slash manifestations for 2021 um like and ways ways to keep them that's the most important thing ways to stay consistent ways to keep them because i know that is going to be my biggest struggle in 2021 there's no lack of curiosity there's no lack of energy and fervor and drive and will i trust myself I know it's there. It's just about forming it into something that works for me and that is going to get the job done and make me a better person and ultimately, hopefully, make my world a better place to be in. So, yeah, um, a lot on the docket. It's going to be a long podcast, but. There's going to be a little surprise at the end. It's kind of a little challenge to myself. Um, so if you listen all the way through, you will hear a little surprise at the end. And you may also, if you listen closely, might hear another little secret surprise that you could partake in. But I'm, never, I'm not going to post these things anywhere. I'm not going to advertise that I have these secret things in my podcast because I mean how far am I in it already what are we like we're at 13 minutes and 30 seconds you're gonna have had to have listened to the first 13 minutes and 30 seconds of this podcast to know that you need to listen to the rest of it and that there are these interesting surprises maybe slightly embarrassing surprises in store for you right I know so exciting okay um anyway uh so resolutions or no no reflections for 2020 and I'm also gonna probably mix up and say 2020 for 2021 because I think 2020 might last for like the rest of my life it feels like um just because everything changed in 2020 and it was just a very pivotal year for me um, I mean, obviously it was for everybody. And I mean, I could sit here and talk about all the like negative stuff that 2020 dumped on me. It was a lot just as, as it was for everyone else. Um, no, no single person in this entire world probably was spared. Like at least like, so, like, like any anybody in this world had some minor inconvenience from coronavirus at the very least is all i'm saying um so that's just that's just that aside um but in 2020 i want to reflect on it real quick um 
And I want to also talk about the importance of reflections. So I don't think I mentioned in the last episode that I volunteer at a leadership camp every summer. Um, obviously, this past summer, it I didn't because we didn't have the camp because, oh, obviously. Um, but it's called uh, the Rotary Youth Leadership Awards, um, RILA. And so I volunteer every summer, my time there, and it's nearly a week. The campers are only there for about four days, and it is intense stuff. I mean, we are... The goal is to prepare these kids um, for their futures as leaders. Um, We test their leadership skills and... um, teach them lessons and put them through challenges as groups of people that they don't know at all. Um, So they're rising juniors in high school and they all come in and they're all put up with people from different schools in these groups called LEGS, Leadership Exploration Groups. And the groups are facilitated by facilitators, which is what I am. I facilitate the learning of these kids. Um, Every facilitator or nearly every facilitator has gone through the program themselves and come back most every year, but some, I mean, some have to take like years off because of life and everything like that. But um, most people come back every year. Um, You have to be selected to come back. Um, It's like an application process. I mean, we wish we could take everybody back but there's just not enough room on staff. I mean, maybe someday there'll be more room on staff, but um, anyway. So at Ryla, um, after each challenge, we have the most important part, um, and that's the reflection. So we all circle up, generally on the ground, sometimes at tables or something, everyone's eye level. That's the most important part of the circle anyway everyone's eye level, everyone can see each other, facing each other, and we talk about the activity. And I know that sounds kind of silly, like, okay, like, why is that monumental? Um, but if you're aware of the learning process at all, you understand that reflection is the most important part of the, the learning process because if you don't reflect on the experience that you had that taught you the lessons then you can't really solidify it in your brain and you can't make new pathways to new connections to different concepts and ideas without that dedicated time to reflection And so the facilitators lead these reflections and the way we usually do it or the model that I usually use is, you know, what happened. I usually start out with what happened. And, you know, the the kids will talk about how they failed or how they did this or how they did that. And they talk about like the actual things that happened, like the physical things that happened. And then we talk about like, why like why did that happen why do you think that that happened and then how did that make you feel that's also very important we always we or i always ask how did that make you feel because that is essentially the entirety of our human existence each and every one of us is how we felt about something like that's your that's your world um So, like, sharing how we all felt about different things. And then the last step is what we learned and what we want to take into the next activity. So, like, that model is the first day. That's the first couple days. By the end of the week, we start to talk about what happened in terms of communication what happened um, in terms of like stepping out of your comfort zone 
and what happened in terms of leadership, what happened in terms of, you know, just perseverance or, you know, different like abstract concepts. And And so we start talking about that. We start talking about why those things happened. Then they start talking about, and and feeling is just through all of this by the end of the week. And the last step goes from how do we take this into the next activity to how do I take this into life? How do I take this lesson that I'm learning from this abstract concept with these random people that I don't know about trust, about um, determination, about boundaries, about, you know, all of these different leadership skills and different aspects of leadership and then take them back into my into my life and into my community and make it count. How do I make my mark on the world? And so I would really like to follow a similar model for reflecting on 2020. And truly, I didn't, these episodes, at least so far, I mean, there's only been two of them, but I haven't really been planning them word for word or even topic for topic or even like looking at notes. I mean, I do a lot of personal research is what I'm calling it. in which I talk to myself about what I'm thinking and about what I want to say and record that. And then I've started taking notes back on that. But I'm not looking at any notes right now. I'm kind of processing this as I'm talking to you about it. If it's not perfect and if I flub, I mean, I'll try and do a little bit in in post, but um, this is what I got. So, um but yeah, so I'm going to follow that similar model. And, and the reason why I'm doing it this way is because this is how I would re- re- like do reflections um, at Ryla. Like I wouldn't think of every single thing. I might think of one or two things that I wanted to bring up like for concrete or things to fall back on. But, I, it, you know, we don't tell them anything either. We always ask them questions. We don't like give them any answers. So it... Um, You know, that makes it a little bit easier, obviously, to like go off what they say and, you know, keep a conversation going. It's just me here doing this. But um, I kind of want to replicate a similar model of like, you know, I'm kind of facilitating my own thought. That's what these episodes are. That's what um, I hope you can get out of some of this is that you can facilitate your own thoughts. You can facilitate your own life and... You know, this podcast is the first time since Ryla that I've that I've felt that feeling of like that my personality is malleable and that like I can do what I want with my life. And I've never felt that before. I've never felt that sense of calm that like I can calm myself down now. Like, I trust myself. Now knowing that there's all this information out there and there are so many ways to feel so human. So, okay. So I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but that's that's the first thing that I want to talk about, I guess, for 2020 is how grateful I am for myself and for this mental health journey that I have started to embark on. And it's, you know, it's a little bit, taboo to start talking about yourself when you know you're talking about stuff that you're grateful for but it's really a new feeling um I've never I've I mean I there have been times where I've trusted myself more than others there have been times where I've been more proud of myself than others um just like all of us but I I guess I've never really felt this like true sense of no matter when like no matter how much I fall no matter where I fall no matter like no matter what no matter who sees me fall like I I'm a human I am bio I am biology and at the end of the day I'm only 
I'm only as much as I can be. We all are. And I think we need to stop putting such high expectations on ourselves. We need to stop expecting ourselves to perform at high levels without putting any work into easing and soothing our souls. We are so anxious and we are so broken. We all are. 2020 showed us that. There's so much that we hide. There's so much that we push down. And I'm just so thankful that And I talk about this more in my blog post that I did for the cover photo, and I hope that you go check that out. Um, But I really talk about how there are two different types of breaks, you know, like, and I've broken quite a few times lately. Um, The way that I see it, there are breakdowns in which you just crumble, and it's just like where you are right there and then no no outside thought no nothing it's just all about you and how awful the world is to you and just how everything is bad which is and it's so fair like breakdowns it's so natural and normal and so fair to break down I do it all the time (laughs) I'm not saying I'm not saying that breakdowns are any worse than this other form but the other type of break that I've come to know is breaking open and the difference to me is with a breakdown as I said before you are breaking down like where you are it's very internal you know you might be breaking down in front of someone but it's really only to get their attention um you know, you don't really, like, address any of the issues. You just you just seek comfort and, cope and like, immediate coping, and that's it. And again, like I said, that's completely fair. But breaking open is reaching out. It's, it's looking for a human connection. It's looking for a reason. It's looking for um, a purpose. It's, it's, it's. I mean, it is so low. Don't get me wrong. And, like, you are in a low, low, low point when you break open. You're possibly, probably even lower than you are when you break down because you are just beyond those feelings of, like, negativity and worry and whatever. You just literally, like, lose it. And... And something... And so, let me tell you about something that happens biologically when you stress out and when you go through the stress cycle and I've learned all this information from um uh, from Brene Brown's Unlocking Us podcast and specifically her episode on burnout um with the Nagasaki sisters they talk a lot about completing the stress cycle and how important it is that like emotions and feelings are they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And if you get, if you, if you don't resolve it the way that you're biologically meant to, then you're never going to find relief and you're always going to be stuck in a state of stress, in a state of worry, in a state of panic. And maybe not that high, like, of maybe not panic all the time, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you're stressed. And, you feel it. You feel it built up. You don't know how, to, like, you know how to get rid of it too. Because there are different ways that we can. But biologically, so the different responses that we do are the fight, flight, and freeze. I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, and I have a little bit better of an understanding about it now. And let me tell you about why it's important. So, usually, the first instinct is flight. That's avoiding that's running away from the threat. In the wild, it would have been an animal. (laughs) That's it. It would have been something scary that was trying to eat you. And you run and you run and you run and you get away from it. Or 
it catches up to you and you think, okay, I'm going to try and fight this thing because that's, that's what you have. So you're, that's aggression, that's anger, that's, that's lashing out nowadays. But back then it was fighting the hippo. It was fighting the, it was fighting the moose, fighting the whatever. And now it's like lashing out and like being uncomfortable and aggressive and oh gosh it's awful and I I know what that feels like and I'm sure we all do when you're stressed you're a little your fuse is very short um but then the next the last one is you're fighting this thing you have no chance what's the last like choice you have to do you're gonna play dead so you play dead and then the threat leaves and then what happens? What are you gonna do? You have all of this built up energy, all of this motor energy in your body from flighting, fighting, and then you just hit the brakes and froze? It's still in there, you gotta get rid of it. So the way animals do it is they get up and they shake off. Um, they literally wriggle, they shake their body, they get the stress out of it, and then they trot off. And that's the parasympathetic response that I talked about from last episode. That's like your breathing, coming back to normal, you know, your blood vessels like opening up, your airways opening up, breathing deeper, you know, your digestive system starts again. Um, the opposite of the fight or flight, parasympathetic response, sympathetic me- meaning with emotion, that's the fight or flight, that's a fight or flight. And the parasympathetic is beyond emotion or without emotion. And that is the freeze. So if we think about it, those correlate to our break too. When we break nowadays, we can either break down where we just lose it within ourselves And it's very active and it's very internal and it's very frustrated and angry and sorrowful and emotion-filled and just really rough and raw. But when we break open, on the other hand, um, as I said before, we are just so beyond emotion and so beyond those negative like almost like humanly worldly feelings and you just kind of hit a primal spot where you're like I need help so I am I know it sounds crazy but I'm really grateful that I broke open this year and I'm really grateful that I got to a point where I was low 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 and I needed something else I needed extra help and you know going back to Ryla a a connection that I made um was there's this activity called the blind maze that we have campers do. And I never did it as a camper, unfortunately, because I might have really gotten something out of it. But I've really gotten stuff out of watching people do it too, but apparently not enough because I still, like, didn't know the lesson and then making the connection, like, after the fact. But um, anyway, so the idea is we blindfold all of them and we walk them into the blind maze which is um red string tied around trees and we have them go inside the maze and put one hand on the rope and we say or on the yarn or whatever and we say you have to have one hand on the yarn at all times um you can only say two things there are only two different things you can say Am I out yet? And can I have help? So we tell them you have to find your way out of the maze. And what they don't know is that we've led them under the rope or under the yarn into a circle that they cannot get out of. (laughs) And the only way to get out is to ask for help. And one of the facilitators comes, removes their blindfold, tells them to be quiet, and pulls them aside and has them watch the rest of the activity. So as you can imagine, people just keep saying, am I out yet? Am I out yet? Am I out yet? And these kids are competitive. They're high schoolers. They want to get out before everyone else. They don't want help. So it's 
always interesting to see the last people and also how long they go for. Um, you know, it's always it's always who you think it is, really. It's always well, no, there's been some surprises, but for the most part it's it's who you think it is. But I think that they get something really deep out of it. And I know that I've gotten something really important out of watching them do it because I'm thinking back on it now. Um, you know, these kids, they struggle and they, they go it alone and they think that they can't ask for help and that they're supposed to do it without asking for help and that they're supposed to try and get out without someone helping them. And somehow, for some reason, that ended up being me with my mental health. I was so buried under it that I thought that I had to do it alone. I didn't realize that that I could have help and that there was help out there for me. And I'm so thankful again, like I said, that I broke open and that there are resources out there and people out there that are doing good work to get the, vo- the word out about the important stuff that we need to do to take care of our bodies and our minds and our spirits you know it's all it's all one thing and whether you want to look at it spirituality wise or not it's biology it's biology as well it's biological it's it's chemical it's natural it's normal we deal with stress we have to figure out a way to do it and i'm so excited to be sharing those things with you guys but anyway so I'm grateful for myself in that journey. And I I say you guys lightly. I mean, I think of this as talking to an old friend. I've had a lot of conversations lately, and I guess that's the next thing I'm grateful for about 2020. I, I, and 2021 now too, I guess, is that I've been having a lot of like really good conversations with close friends about the podcast and about I guess what people are going through right now and I guess what's on people's minds and people's mental health like that's what's on people's minds um that's what's on my mind and that's what is on other people's minds too and I'm so thankful that I've had friends that have been open and honest with me that have great conversation that listen to me and are engaged and care about what I'm saying they offer me feedback and like connect to their experiences thank you so much to everyone I like that's reached out from the last episode like I am endlessly grateful for you guys um I I could not be where I am without the support that I somehow seem to have gained and I'm so I'm so thankful for the people that have stuck with me over the years and that I'm just there are so many people in mind when I think about who could be listening to this and who I could be talking to right now and I'm just like so thankful for like all of you yeah I'm so thankful for all of you and you like make my life what it is so um anyway um so I'm grateful for some lessons that I've learned in 2020 because of these things that I've been able to like stick with um so one of the biggest things is like I think that people talk about me a lot that's one of my problems is I think that people are like saying stuff about me or are upset with me when they're maybe not and something that I've started to put in my head or like say to myself is um don't put thoughts in other people's heads uh, like you don't know what people are thinking you can't know what people are thinking unless they tell you unless you ask and you may you may ask but think to yourself then like do I have re- do I have real reason to believe this have they showed me that they feel this way like you know I'm like those are my thoughts that I'm putting in their heads so I just need to watch out for that and that's something that I've like really been grateful for of learning this year um another one is leaning into the tough feeling and by this I mean there have been days this week where I've forgotten my ID multiple days in a row at work and I was so uncomfortable 
to ring into security multiple days in a row and you know I I was talking to my dad about it and it is really hard to know whether or not pushing through a feeling that's scary will be beneficial for you or won't be so I don't encourage you to do anything that makes you feel unsafe however lately I really have been pushing myself even just here or there to like do something that I like don't want to do or that I feel challenging like if I have a thought and I want and I think that I want to do something and then I have another thought that tells me not to do it I'm gonna go with the first one because that was the tough feeling like I felt a tough feeling thinking about that so clearly that is where I need to go like this podcast I mean every single time I thought about the second episode I get nervous I mean I've been nervous about the second episode and starting it until I literally just started just now and I'm I mean I'm still nervous that I'm not going to say the things that I want to say or that it's going to be too long or I'm going to repeat myself over and over because those are things that I feel like I do and instead of thinking all of those things I'm just going to lean into that tough feeling of like that scares me a little bit that means it's good like that means I care that means I'm excited that means that it's important um means it's so important um along those lines though something that's helped me do that more is realizing that things don't have to be perfect to have value and let me repeat that like things do not have to be perfect or the best to have value This podcast is not going to be the best. It's not going to be the best podcast ever made. It's not going to be the best podcast journal, like personal journal podcast ever made. It's not going to be my best podcast I ever make, hopefully. Um, But it needs to live out there and it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value just because I might not have the perfect equipment. I might not be at the best spot in my mental journey. Um, you know, I might not know enough yet. Like, I might not have had a good conversation with someone that I need to yet. I might be stressed about this and I want to be more relaxed here or X, Y, Z, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. You know what I mean? T, U, W, Q. Like, (laughs) doesn't matter. Um, all of the different things. It could be done better another time could be done better another way could be done better another whatever but this has value this is needed I care about this this is my best foot forward I've thought about this episode for three weeks I think I know what I want to talk about at this point I mean I'm at a beautiful spot and I'm gonna take a Polaroid right now just to like go along with that I'm turning on my car. You might hear that. Um, and I'm going to take a Polaroid right now of a beautiful scene. And you'll get to see it later. Because it'll be the cover for this episode. And now while I'm setting up the Polaroid shot, I'm going to give you the password for the little singing link that I'll put in the um, description here. And it's going to be Nick Sings Oh God. Hear that? There it is. And no, you don't shake Polaroid, so I'm not shaking it. That's a photographer's tip. Outcast was lying to you. Take my word for it, okay? It it messes up the film. It messes up the film. It's the emulation in the film, and it messes with it. If you want your film to be messed up, go for it. But messes it up, okay? So I'm going to turn off the car now. Hopefully it'll get a little bit less loud. So things don't have to be perfect to have value. And... This is my best version of this right now, and this is the time to do it, and I'm really happy about that. So, um, another way that I've been, like, dealing with reality or, like, dealing with, like, 
worrying about other people and what they're thinking of me or like my thoughts about something or whether I'm anxious about something is like say exactly what is happening in the moment be like like if I'm late to work and I think that everyone's upset with me for being late instead of saying everyone's talking about me like they're upset that I'm late for work and thinking about those other things I say the reality of the situation is I'm showing up late for work that's it because that's all I know that's all I know for sure that's that's my experience maybe maybe I'm feeling stressed out about being late for work maybe I'm feeling guilty about being late for work maybe I wish I was at work sooner or maybe I wish I was on time but no one else has said anything yet nobody else has alluded to anything yet I haven't even spoke to anyone yet um how would I know if anyone was upset with me for being late for work and obviously I'm not saying just go into work and be like totally okay but you know if you're struggle, if you struggle with some of these things where you're like I'm anxious to do x y and z or like I think people are thinking this about me or that about me just like all you know is what is in your head right then and you can choose what that scape looks like it is so hard it is so hard and one of the ways to do that is the EFT tapping that I talked about in the last episode so if you haven't heard that one I would brush up on that because honestly I do that when I'm driving on the way to work it helps calm me down Um, I do that when I wake up in the morning I like I sing and do it in the shower which now is going to be the time for um, me to put in the secret little thing that I'm going to do. Um, I At the end, I'm going to put in a clip of me singing in the shower and doing the vagus nerve tapping stuff. And it's not because I think I'm good at singing. It's not even because I want to show off my singing. It's literally because... I just want to show you exactly, honestly, and openly what I do to manage my stress. And that is truly what I do to manage my stress is I get in the shower and I tap my head and my face and my body and sing my heart out. I sing Maggie Rogers. I sing Aya Nakamura. I sing Bad Bunny. I sing everybody at the top of my lungs in the shower and just Beyonce Beyonce's Blackest King album is so good on the Vegas nerve um so yeah like I was saying I mean I do that stuff to like get calm because I really honestly like sometimes can't if I don't like that might like sounds kind of sad but that's kind of the only thing um sometimes it can get me out of feeling anxious and stressed I mean even my medicine doesn't work as well as doing the vagus nerve tapping um meditation yoga I mean they really like I know it sounds hippy dippy but they really actually do help um and so like getting your body to a state where you can get your mind to work on those things is really important too so like I said I suggest that you look back at that episode real quick or um, do your own research into EFT tapping or other things like that and like that that goes into my next and my last um, like thing that I learned or like um, gratitude like yeah being like the things that I'm grateful that I learned or the lessons that I am grateful that I learned in 2020 is that emotions are felt in your body you have to address emotions in your body um because that's where they scientifically live (laughs) i mean they're not just thoughts like i mean they are thoughts too but they're also neurological like they're neurological impulses inside of your body so um you have to you have to take care of your body you have to work out or like um stretch or do all kinds of different there's all kinds of different things you can do to trigger that parasympathetic response that beyond emotion that 
calming natural response of freeze or of you know shivering it out and moving along um so some other stuff that I'm grateful for that I would rather just kind of rattle off because I don't really need to get like intense or like deep with them I guess but um I'm really thankful for my car that gets me where I need to go um I'm thankful for my job uh they're so understanding and just such a great place to work shout out L.O. Bean like just absolutely such a great company to work for everyone that I've come in contact with has just been so wonderful and helpful and I am beyond thankful for them um my family they've been with me and putting up with me through so so much lately um you know I have my curiosity and my my body these are notes that I did take because this is kind of hard to just like I mean I could just keep going but or like think up on my head but these are these are ones I wrote down so I have my body and my mind slash mindfulness so being able to like come back to me and real and knowing and trusting that I can like take care of myself and that I can get myself to where I need to go is wild um good chats with close friends I'm again I said that earlier I'm so thankful for close friends and the opportunity to converse especially in these crazy times um you know the the opportunity to connect and get back to you know even like some semblance of normalcy is just so beautiful and I encourage you if you know if you're a long lost friend or anybody and you want to talk to me reach out like I love I love talking about this stuff I want to talk about this stuff I'm so grateful to be able to talk about this stuff and to like be like living proof that this is real and that this is really how your brain works um so I'm thankful for voice memos and really like that goes along with everything like just technology in a way of like being able to record what I want and like I'm just I'm thankful for the tools that I have at my disposal because I recognize that without them this would be difficult and this wouldn't be as easy for me to do and feel as fulfilled doing so I have to recognize technology and my tools that I that I'm using um to research and to then create um I'm really thankful for my plants I love watching my plants grow that sounds crazy but like I I love sitting in front of my plants and watching them grow they really do grow like in front of your face especially especially at night like when you turn out the light like you can see them like dance it's so it's so empowering because it's like wow like that is life like I have life and I and I love growing life I've I've quite a lot of plants and maybe someday I'll talk more about my plants or you can ask me about my plants if you want to know but I love them and then my turtle Franklin he's like my roommate he's kind of like he's so funny um I need to get him a bigger a bigger like tank because I think the one that he has is too small um but he really plays that to his advantage like he'll like thrash around and like like make himself look like he's in distress so that I give him a little bit of food and then he'll stop I'm like I know what you're doing but like I really want you to have more space and I'm stressed out so here's a little bit more food like I'm getting there just wait for my paychecks buddy um yeah I mean there's just umpteen things that I'm grateful for and and I should have mentioned this sooner but like gratitude is so biologically important as well as um you know completing the stress cycle the stress cycle as i've mentioned um but gratitude is essential to our biology and the reason why is because after we fight off the thing or get away from the thing that's chasing us um we celebrate we celebrate with people we feel accomplished we feel a sense of belonging maybe our people helped us get through it um maybe not but everyone rejoices in the fact that you're alive and in a sense of a in and sense of a community um so anyway i'm just i'm 
I'm thankful for life. That's really all there is to it. Um, so with that, I'm going to talk about um, my resolutions and manifestations for 2021. Um, so, and I guess some goals too. I'm going to talk about goals first, and then I'm going to talk about like how I plan to keep them. And then I'm going to talk about some manifestations, I guess. That's how, that's how I'll do it. So my goals or resolutions or things that I plan to do is I really just want to, I want to keep putting out episodes of this podcast when I feel like it, like when it serves me, when I want to. I don't want to put extra weight or pressure on it because no one's expecting me to put these out. They're for me, um, mostly. And I need to remember that. And so that's that's a big like goal of mine is to just like consistently create, but like without any kind of pressure. Um, trying to keep myself in that is hard, but that's a goal. Um, I want to like keep up with my daily habits of like brushing my teeth and all that stuff. And I know that sounds weird to say, but I really think that you can have goals and you can have things and resolutions in your, in your new year that you did last year or things that you really love that you do that you want to keep continuing. Because I think that planning the resolutions and the goals and the thoughts that you want for 2021 is just about like framing the year and planning er, and and manifesting the things that you want in the new year and like reevaluating and reflecting and um doing exactly what I said that we do in Ryla taking the what you learned from the activity before and putting into the next one so maybe there are things that you like about the activity before and I really liked that I brushed my teeth I really liked that I shower and that I wash my face and those are important things that I want to keep doing in 2021 um some other goals for myself are that well I guess these are going to be manifestations um so I want to trust myself I want to keep trusting myself in 2021 I want you to trust yourself your body knows best your mind knows best it really does if you if you listen you have to listen and you have to you have to listen um and so the next one is take a breath and so that's kind of that that's i want to take a breath and give more space and listen to my body listen like why am i feeling this way for what reason I'm a very analytical thoughtful person and it's something that I didn't realize that I was until I started relieving some of this stress which I'm sure I've talked about before and so I I say a lot of this stuff over and over again so it's you know bear with me if you're hearing this for like the fifth time um but just like being able to take a breath and like have some space and um take a step back and notice when I'm not good and really listen to my body more and oh gosh and and, or keep doing it because I already am you know make room for me I want to I want to keep making this podcast but for me I want to keep doing things for me think about what I want what I need and I mean that sounds so self-centered but I think you should be doing the exact same too you should be thinking about what do I want what do I need what do I want to take into 2021 and how am I going to do it um and I think the and the last one that I have written down is to be unapologetic and by this I mean I'm I need to and I want to be done saying I'm sorry for things that I don't have control over or that aren't my fault like I'm not sorry for the things that I need I'm not sorry for the time I need to take I'm not sorry for being me and for honoring myself 
and it's hard because I mean the stuff that I need to do to be normal is like tapping my face (laughs) and I do that in public and I'm unapologetic about it you know like I am having a hard time starting this podcast I'm having a hard time keeping up with this podcast I'm feeling I constantly feel like it's not good enough like I could be doing better xyz but you know what I'm 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 thinking in 2021 that I just need to be unapologetic who cares if this isn't the best like who cares if this is jumbled up if you like it and you're listening to it great if not that's fine too um I want to take 2021 and I want to live it to the fullest I want to listen to my body I want to listen to my spirit I want to trust myself I want to be honest with people I want to connect I want to create um what do you want in 2021 think about it what do you want this year what do you want for yourself how do you want this year to go If there's anything that I've learned about 2020, it's that we need to start thinking about ourselves because at the end of the day, I mean, we've seen that our government doesn't always step up to the plate. We've seen um, our neighbors don't always stand up, step up to the plate. Um, So we have to. Each and every one of us has to live our best lives honestly, openly, with kindness and compassion. And that's really what I want for 2021. I want to come at 2021 and I want all of you to try your best to come at 2021 with kindness and compassion for others, for this beautiful world that we are so blessed with. Um, with kindness and compassion for your body, for your mind, and for your soul. What sets you on fire? What makes you feel alive? I want you to gravitate towards that in 2021. I think that, you know, I've been, I've been learning a lot about trauma and a lot about healing and a lot about the stress cycle and grief and all these things and it seems to me like the common connection with all of them is the last step is always creation it's always taking your passion and throwing it back into the world and doing what you love best whether that's kayaking or skydiving or photography or music or even I don't know watching films doing whatever makes you feel alive and on fire I want that to be where you start in 2021 and obviously if you're really stressed out and you don't feel like you have a passion and whatnot that's okay too um But if I can wish anything for you in this year, I wish for you to be healthy. I wish for you to be safe. I wish for you to be at peace. Um, And when all that comes together, that's when healing can start. That's when productivity starts. That's That's where I want us all to be in 2021. So... May you be well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for... If you've made it this far, seriously, thank you. It's over an hour of your time. I've been sitting here droning on to you. Um, And I I realized that I also... I didn't get to... um, How to to keep these these goals and things. But let's keep it here. I can do a whole episode on how to keep... How to keep yourself on track. And how to, you know... 
how to find what you're looking for and those kinds of things. But I think this is a really good start. I think this gives a good tone to the rest of the episode and a really good tone to the air. So again, thank you so much for listening. Um, You've earned your surprise. Uh, I'm going to fade out into some some river sounds that will fade then into a little outro of me singing and it's a little embarrassing but it's exactly what I do and I encourage you to find that thing that is just setting you on fire and is just feeding your soul in the same way that singing Maggie Rogers in the shower does for me and eventually I'll give I'll put an episode on why I think she's just absolutely so phenomenal and you know, an, an absolute goal someday is to have her on the podcast. And I'm putting this at the at the end of the episode. And, you know, maybe hopefully someday that could happen. It's a big dream. But what what's life without dreams? Am I right? So anyway, thank you again. And uh, enjoy. Yeah.